Welcome back to the Wine About podcast, guys. We're going to have a nice, short and sweet podcast episode today, and it's going to be on what is orange wine. So what is orange wine? And no, it is not made from oranges. I've worked in the wine industry for several years, and every year we're seeing more and more orange wine on the market. Today, we're going to learn what is orange wine, how is orange wine made, what aromas and flavors to expect, and also how to pair orange wine with food. I'll even give you a little bonus book recommendation at the end if you want to really do a nice deep dive into orange wine. It's one of the best books out there for that. So let's start off with what is orange wine? Orange wine, also known as skin contact wine or amber wine, is made using white wine grapes, a star that's been growing in popularity year on year. Orange wine dates back thousands and thousands of years to what we know today as Georgia. Yes, Georgia, the country. Sometimes when I say Georgia, people get a bit confused and just straight away think of America, but no, Georgia, you know, the country that's near Minia. Anyway, if you'd actually like to learn about Georgian wine, it is one of the oldest wine producing countries in the world. That was also my um, first podcast. So it's episode number one. Orange wine has seen a massive resurgence in the last 20 years. And, you know, no, Georgia was not responsible for bringing it back into fashion, but Italy was. Actually, this small region um, in the country's northeast named Frulli Venezia Giulia, and it was led by a handful of winemakers. Most prominently, you might know them or have seen the wines around Josco Gravina and Stanco Radicon. So they kind of helped to bring this style back to life. Um, but how are these wines made? The most simple answer is orange wines are white wines made like a red. Are you a bit confused still? Anyway, let me explain. <laughs> so winemakers vinify white grapes using the red wine process. So your standard white wine, let's say you're making a Riesling, a Sauvignon Blanc, a Chardonnay, it involves crushing the grapes and separating the juice from the skins before the fermentation kicks off. When you make an orange wine, the grapes, they're not getting naked. You know, they're all wrapped up in their skin still. So they don't press them. They leave them in the skins. And some makers will even choose not to destem the grapes and leave, you know, the stems are just put whole bunches in the fermenter. So when this is happening, there are a few things that are occurring. So number one, the color, the skins are leaching color into the juice, and that's creating that orange amber hue that it takes its name from, and also tannins. And also, if you don't totally understand these, I do have a podcast on what are tannins, just a little brief snippet, um, like just a little short podcast on it. Um, but tannins, so you're getting tannins out of the fermentation process, right? Um, because they're macerating, you're macerating juice in skins, skins contain tannins. So you get this grippy mouth coating, um, compounds coming out and getting extracted. And God, I felt like I explained that in a bit of a roundabout way. <laughs> Number three is flavor. Now you do receive additional flavor aromas from the skins, seeds, and stems. And winemakers can choose to ferment and mature orange wine in a number of vessels. So traditionally in Georgia, they were made in quevery uh, or a large clay amphora. Um, and now we need to know what does orange wine taste like, guys? Are you even going to like it personally when it comes to orange wine, unless it's like a really um, lightly macerated aromatic style of orange wine? I can probably have one or two glasses and it's more of a thinking wine than, you know, a throwback style of wine. It, I, I like paying them a bit of attention. So it's not something I'll take to a party and get pissed on. Anyway, 
back to what it tastes like. So it's going to depend on the grape variety used. It's kind of hard to just give you like a, it's all going to taste like this because it's not. As a general rule of thumb, they are medium to full bodied and they typically have an intense aroma profile um, and a textural palette and they're quite complex. And when I say intense aroma profile, it's like if you have the glass, you know, 12 centimeters away from your nose, you can smell the wine. It's got an intense, it's got intense aromas. So common tasting notes uh, could be like bruised fruit, red apples, like oxidized red apples, wood varnish. Um, that could also indicate a little bit of the eye. <laughs> Honey, they could um, have savory aromas like hazelnut, Brazil nut, apricot, uh, mandarin, orange fruits, and um, some can even have like a bit of a, a fruit beer sourness. If you've ever had fruit beer sours, they kind of have that little thing going on as well. Now there's a lot going on in these glasses of orange wines or bottles, but that's what I mentioned earlier. And they're more thinking wines. They're not sipping throwback styles. Well, majority aren't anyway. And, you know, you really have to take the time to sniff out the aromas because there's just so much going on. And I swear I could find like 20 aromas in a glass of orange wine. It's crazy. It's very fun. Um, and now you might be thinking, oh, God, these wines sound whack. How am I meant to pair them with food? But surprisingly, very food friendly. Now, the lighter textured orange wines, like there's a producer in Sicily named Coz, and they do a Zabibo, which is a musket. Um, and that's a very aromatic variety. And they pair wonderfully with dishes like grilled octopus, pork belly, confit duck, and even shellfish. So they have those aromas, the tannin, but it also has the acidity that can help cut through the fat of the pork belly. Um, more robust orange wines, these are like your radicons. Um, that's the original producer I mentioned from Fruley. Um, they can work well with bold flavors because it's a bold wine. You need quite a big, bold dish. So think like kimchi, curry dishes, or even grilled red meats. If you want to continue to learn more about orange wine, its history, um, regions throughout the world producing wine in this style, and endless winery recommendations, I highly recommend grabbing a copy of The Amber Revolution. It's the world's first ever book that goes into details about the forgotten past of orange wine. It's 304 pages of beautiful coloured photos, food matching tips, and a guide of over 150 producers. If you have any more unanswered wine questions, feel free to send me a message on my Instagram at the wine about. Thanks guys for listening today. Bye.